you're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! This is Sports with Strawberry Ice, the Iceman. I'm Jeff Trenopal. I'm a little excited, a little discombobulated right now. I just got done watching the Reds game. They won six in a row. If you watch me on Twitter, you'll know how excited I am. <sighs> okay, let's calm down. What's going on? I'm the Iceman, Jeff Trenopal. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,133 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, we're doing super chats. So if you guys want to support the show or anything, go to the YouTube channel and do the super chats. And the show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, we got all that out of the way. Let's get to the Reds. As you watch your portion, you can see my, I'm wearing my new Jackpot Joey shirt. Thanks, Maddie. If you guys are interested in these, go to the Jackpot Joey uh, Facebook page and you can order them. Uh, some of the proceeds are going to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Foundation. All right, let's get to the Reds. I'm fired up. <laughs> they won six in a row. The starting pitching is unbelievable. Tyler Malley went from, I didn't think he's going to get out of third inning, to pitching a gem. I, I think he ended up with 12 or 13 strike strikeouts. I, I can't I can't remember right now. Like I said, the game just ended. I just got done watching it. I It's unbelievable watching this team right now. The hustle, the fire. Did you see Joey Votto? Did you see how fired up he was? That's the most fired up I've ever seen Joey Votto in my life. I mean, here, this is the stats. 
This is the third sweep in the last four series. They swept Colorado. They swept, they swept the Tweety Birds. Second straight three-game sweep. First time since May of 2013. First sweep of the Boozers since August of 2009. That is awesome. The Reds were two weeks ago. They were seven games out. We were all, including myself, I'm, the bullpen's still a problem. <laughs> they still got to try to fix that. Two weeks ago, we're seven games out. As of right now, they're two and a half games out of first place. They are 35 and 31. They are eight and two in their last 10 games. A six-game winning streak. This doesn't fire you up, guys. I don't know what'll fire you up. This is this is cool. This is the way they were playing back in April, which was great. And what they did in this series, first game they freaking destroyed them. Second game was a pitching duel. They still won. Today, another pitching uh, duel and just tenacious scratching, clawing, hustle. I mean, Nick Cassianos busted his butt down the line. Got on first base. Tyler Naquin hits a rope down, hits a double. Nick scores. That's the first run. If he doesn't hustle and get down to first base, he doesn't, he doesn't score. Vado scored, I think, from first base. Dude was hauling. He was running as fast as he could. And he made it. it it's These guys are just flat playing their butts off. It's so much fun to watch. I'm still, like I said, I'm still nervous about the bullpen. Still very nervous. I still want them to go get some help for the bullpen. Uh, they had some bad news. Mike Moustakis uh, in his rehab last night had pain in his heel again. So he's back at Cincinnati and getting treatment, trying to figure out what's going on with that. I think I'll bring in this guy. Jeremy D. What is up? Dude, I'm fired up. I am absolutely fired up for this Reds team right now. It is un... I, I'm just... Uh, from where they were, like I said, two weeks ago, where, I, you know, we couldn't rely on anybody out of the bullpen, which, like I said, the bullpen still isn't that great, to what it's doing now. And, I, and I've bashed and bashed on David Bell. I, honestly, I think he is... This year has been his best manager managerial year ever. You know, it it's amazing to me to watch the Reds lose these games that we've lost in the past, you know, 12 to whatever, 50. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like we, we've come, we've turned it into real baseball again. Um, and <laughs> yeah, It's like crowd said, it goes to the Reds and the, the Boozers. You got to get it right. The Boozers. What do you call them? The Brewer? Bruiser? I think you call them Bruiser. I don't know. I call them Brewery. Yeah. Breweries. <laughs> <laughs> boozers do they trade bullpens crown i'm with you dude i mean it's it, like, like I'll, I'll put it this way and I, i'm gonna get back on my, my little soapbox here about david bell i think david bell has done a good job of spoon feeding garrett you know i i can't remember the last time he was in there for three batters like you know last night he ended the game he only had to get one out but he was the biggest out of the of the of the game it was the last out uh, the night before that, he came in and pitched against two guys. And that's what David Bell's been doing for him a lot here lately, not letting him pitch more than, you know, one or two guys. Now, he's got to be able to face, you know, 
at least three <laughs> eventually. But I think David Bell's doing a good job of trying to get his confidence back. And Lucas Sims, he's been a godsend. I mean, I, I know his ERA is five something, but I think he's got 10 saves now. And he started, he's basically the closer. He started just pitching his balls off in, in, in St. Louis. I, I just, I'm really, it's, they've got hearts. And what's going to kill me is if this ownership does not do something to help them out, I'm going to be so ticked off. Sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. I'm a little fired up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, man, uh, the 10 to 2 win was something that, you know, I thought, okay, it's a 10 to 2 win, is what it is. That's the way we play ball. We either win big, right, or we lose big. Yeah, I was probably saying we're going to have to win like that all the time. Our bullpen was so bad, but exactly. But then my boy Castillo come through. Uh-huh. Yes, starting he has. To, starting to starting to climb that mountain, bro. Yeah. And then now we've won two in a row, two to one. Them are the games you've got to win. Right. And if Cincinnati can keep winning those lower scoring games, and it just like last year, like you were talking about. Not worrying about the moon ball every five seconds. Just get on base, score the runs, and win the game. And th- these last two games, especially watching it, uh, sadly in my office today, again <laughs> through the window. But I saw a team like you said that was just scrapping and 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 and, and wanted to win the game, and they did. They won two close games in a row. We've swept. The boozers, uh-huh. and now it's go to let's go. Let's see what yeah, happens. We're, we're we're in this thing, <clears throat> and um, I had a thought while you're talking. I completely lost it. Now. I hate when I do that. But uh, the thing that is, oh, I know what to say. We're talking about the the, the um, close wins. They weren't winning those last year. They they they, they had to. That was one of the things they had to improve upon this year is winning the close games. The last couple of years, we haven't won them. We're winning them this year, especially in extra innings. I mean, we're, we're like 10 and or eight and two or something like that in extra innings. You know, it, it's it, it, those are the games to, for championship season. You have to win those games. Exactly. Like Tim Beto says, need to get at least a split in San Diego and then sweep the games against Minnesota, in Minnesota. Yeah. Now, San Diego is going to be no, no joke. That's going to be a big test because uh, we all know the Reds do not do good. Now, I say this. They don't do good out in California. Last time they went out there, I think they swept the, the Dodgers. But before that, they went there and lost seven in a row. So, San Diego is a very, very tough team. And, yes, you got to at least get a split, go to Minnesota, yeah. and, yep. and sweep that. And, dude, we're, we are – we shoot, we do that. We could be in first place. I mean, the Cubs are playing the Mets – Tonight, and I think uh, uh, the Grom is pitching for the Mets, so that's good for the Reds. Hopefully, he'll do good and uh, we'll uh, gain another a half game on the Cubs. It'll only be two games now by uh, the time, well, by probably the time I wake up tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see. Foxy's chiming in. He says 13 and three in the last 16 games. Let's go, Red Legs. Exactly. That's right. Baby. I, that's you, you can't. I mean, and the thing is, they're doing this with a very, very suspect bullpen. and Two rookies in the starting rotation. I mean, uh, Gutierrez has been a godsend. I mean, yeah. for him to come in and, and, and make the four starts that he's made, it's been great. 
I mean, those are something. And then Simon came in and pitched his first rookie, his first game in the in majors, and he did really well on Saturday. Bruce Palmer. I think Bell is learning that he can't always win the game by going to the bullpen at a drop of a hat. True. Well, that also helps Bruce when he has not a very good bullpen. <laughs> True. Yeah. I think he's I yeah. think he's very, 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 very reluctant to go to the bullpen, and he has every reason to be very reluctant. But at last two games, the bullpen has come through. I mean, not great, but they've come through. I they need I, they need to go get some help here from somewhere, which I'm kind of hoping that when Sonny Gray comes back, which I think uh, Bell said he might miss uh, maybe two more starts. Yeah. I'm thinking he put uh, Simon in the bullpen. And when um, uh, the other starter, uh, Holmes, or whatever his name was, I can't remember his name, who got hurt, I'm putting him in the bullpen. I'm, I'm leaving Gutierrez in the rotation. Yeah. Yep. And, and and not to go back off the rotation like you were talking about, but you brought up some of these young guys too. And, you know, what, what, he's had a couple tough games now, but you go back to the first game against the Brewers, um, Jonathan India, man. Guy yeah. had three hits, brought, you know, brought in a, a run. He had no strikeouts. I mean – you know, it's good to see you're, – you're not going to see these guys that come up that are new and young just consistently do this kind of thing. But to see him do that, you know, in a 10-2 to win was very impressive to me. Um, and then, of course, he's been a little bit average these last couple games, but we figured out how to win the close ones. And if we can stay in that mindset – of how to win the close ones will be okay. Right, exactly. Can you still hear me? Yeah, just can't right. see you. Yeah, I don't know why. My camera's my camera's off. Probably works best that way. There's a hey, hush it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to figure it out here. But uh Foxy's got a, a message for for you. I'll, I'll let you read that and I'll try to figure out what's going on here. Jeremy D, did you check out the video I posted in the ice bar? I thought about you when I seen it, but didn't want to tag you in it. And stick it to your page. Um, no, brother, but let me tell you something, man. If it, 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 if you want to put something in the ice bar, we're all brothers. Stick it on there, man. It's all good. We'll go after it, whatever it is. We'll, we'll have fun with it. You don't exactly. have to worry about hurting our feelings or my feelings or his. We'll go after it. We'll knock it out. It'll be all good. Yeah, I guess I go with this camera right now. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on with my other camera. Oh Lord, there you are. Okay. <laughs> I'm really close right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you can still figure out what's going on with the other camera later on. Yeah, sweep, 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 sweep. It's awesome. I mean, it, it's yeah. I I can't I can't be more more happy right now. All right, Beetle says. Uh, <clears throat> it's Santiago will likely go back to AAA to stay. Stretched out of a uh, starter. Man, I can't read or talk to them. I'm too excited about the Reds. Uh, Hoffman will go to the pen when he returns. The Renzen should be back by the end of June. The Renzen and Hoffman will improve the pen. Yeah, I, I know that they'll probably put him in there. It's, 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 I can't say his name. Put him in the minors, but I'm at this point, I'm like, they need bullpen help. If he's pitching good. I'd keep them, but you know, what do I know? 
Either way, I mean, and the thing is, Lorenzen, you still got, the thing is, we're waiting on Lorenzen. We're waiting on Hoffman to get back. We're still a little bit away from them coming back. So, but the bullpen stepped up and they, they, they pitched great. So, Foxy says it was called this Alabama Dancer, what was the name of it? Oh, I got part. you. Okay. Yeah. You trying to mess with me because I'm an Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, I, I will find that post. I promise you after the show at some point, I will look, I will find it. I'll watch it and I'll give you my, uh, <laughs> I guess you can say comments after. Well, let's get back to what, what Beto said here. I, I do think we get, if you get Hoffman, let's say they do what he says, you get Lorenzo and you get Hoffman and put them back in the bullpen. That is going to shore up your, your bullpen. It's just my question is like when I, I'm I have a feeling Lorenzen's not gonna be back till like right before the all-star break or right after it. So you still got time between now and then that they've got to just keep patching this bullpen together. I don't know when Hoffman's coming back. I haven't heard anything about, about him. And I, I I got a question. I know the last <clears throat> he didn't start today, but the last two days, uh Aquino. Uh, the Punisher started. I wonder if they're kind of put him out there. Go have an excess of outfielders, putting him out there, showing people what he can do to possibly trade him as trade bait for a uh, relief pitcher. That is, you, you could be onto something there, you know, um, because I mean, if if that's what you were looking to do, that's the move you would probably make. I mean, if you were a, you know, right, the GM or the owner or whatever, yeah. um, show what he can do, display, and and if we can build the bullpen, then I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but you just pretty much said uh, pretty much all that needs to be said is, and that is. That's about the only reason I I can see to do that. Yeah, Crown always has to remind me. Don't forget about Hunter Green. I, Crown, I have not forgot about Hunter Green. We love Hunter, buddy. Hunter Green just got the Triple A. Just breathe. Just, this camera, breathe. Calm down. He'll be here eventually, <laughs> Crown. I know. Crown has been wanting him up since April. <laughs> like, he, he's been blowing me up since April. We need Hunter Green up here. I'm like, calm down. He'll get here. It'll be all right. I don't know if Crown is is 18 years old or 50 years old, but he loves him some Hunter Green. I don't know if he's watched him from the beginning. I don't know if maybe he was his babysitter, but hey, we love hey, uh, you anyway. He's coming. Somebody named Larry Dean's got a, got a message. I, I, I'm assuming it's for you since I live in Ohio. It says, move back to Ohio and be a real Reds and Bengals fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, no, got nothing out of them. <laughs> Gotta love family, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! But you will be up here uh, to visit. We're going to go to a Bengals game. In yes, we are going to try to make it some this fall for sure. It's going to be a blast. Yes. All right, let's try to get into some Bengals conversation here. I think uh seems like everybody usually we talk reds and the comments kind of die. So I'm like, and I get a Bengals and then you know things happen. So let's see here. Uh blah, 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 where's that? This is the one I think I want to go to first. Yeah. This is what Ben Baby <clears throat> tweeted out today. Uh said 
uh, Bengals coordinator Darren, Darren or special teams coordinator Darren Simmons said wide receiver Trent Taylor is the front runner for the punt return position. Also referenced Pookie Williams or Puka, excuse me, Puka Williams as someone built for that spot and working to make it up for lack of experience. So, and that's kind of what uh, I've been saying. I, I think it's, I mean, I want Darius Phillips, but I think they're going to use him more as a cornerback and don't want him back there to possibly get injured. And I think they signed Trent Williams to be a punt returner. You know, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm with you there. That That's the only reason I can think of. But it, it it's kind of funny how things can change, you know, pretty quick. Because what was it? Two weeks ago, we were talking about, uh, you know, Puka pretty much. It, it seemed like he had the job almost I, it, from, from what we were reading and hearing and, you know, just chatter. And next thing you know, he's fighting for he's fighting for a punt res, uh, position. You know, he's so you never know. You never know. We don't even know who's going to be starting yet, really. Yeah, I mean, we got a long ways. I mean, this, I mean, they they ended uh camp, uh, man, the mandatory part two days early, right. which some guys are freaking out about. Like, oh my god, why'd they end that? I'm like, I look, I would have rather them stay and 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 you know, been there for the, the whole two days, but I understand, I think I understand why they didn't. You know, or mm-hmm. why, why they ended it. Yep. Oh, Hank's back. I got a super awesome. chat in the house. Hank, thank, thank, thank you, brother. Thanks for the super twenty dollars super chat. Appreciate it, Hank. Um, Joe Burrow yesterday said T. Higgins is going to have a big year. Bengals fan from the from South Carolina. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, Joe Absolutely. Burrow was was hyping up T. Yesterday, he said. Uh, I, I know one time he 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 said I I underthrew him. And he said, well, it was because T was faster <laughs> than, yeah. than he thought he was, or, you know, than, than he was last year. Yeah. So I was like, all right. He's like, yeah. so, you know, so he was giving T some props. And, yeah. well, T was on um, Good Morning Football today, too. And uh, I know you watched it, and I watched it, too. And it was it was interesting just listening to him talk about his – talk about himself. But, but that's the thing about this team. I think they all kind of take on Joe Burrow's mindset. They – their confidence, you know, I thought that I, they don't, to me, they don't come off cocky. They come off confident. And that's the way I think T is coming out. And I think T is going to have a really good year this year, to be honest. I, I think him, him and him and uh, Uno are going to be uh, the, could be the be- two best uh, wide receiver combos in football this year. It could be, or, or we could be all fooled and it could be Chase and Boyd. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. Either way, we're, I mean, all three of them are going to be good. Yeah, that's how good we are at, right. at, at that position. So, um, but T Higgins, I've I've heard everything from come in looking like he's gained fifteen pounds of muscle, ten pounds of muscle. He hasn't lost any speed. Almost kind of a Calvin Johnson type talking uh, in. When I hear that, my ears start to perk up. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. One thing T said in that interview with uh, Good Morning Football today, he said that uh, he's gotten stronger because last year he got knocked off his routes more than he wanted to, which is <laughs> kind of surprising because I think he scored. Yeah, like nine touchdowns, and he did really uh, and, well. And Burrow didn't get—I don't remember his exact yardage, but Burrow doesn't get hurt. He's getting a thousand yards. Yeah. So 
to to hear that and he wanted to improve upon that, which I mean, if you're in the NFL, you want to improve upon it every year, you know? So to get bigger, faster, stronger, it, it's a good thing. And I think T's taking, taking what he learned from AJ. And that's another thing he talked about, what he learned from AJ, because AJ was his, his idol growing up. So he got to learn from AJ for a year, and he's taking that and he's mixing it all in. And we're going to have a monster, dude. Uh, D-, D Ray's got a thing here for Puka. And I know a lot of people on here want Puka to be the uh, punt return. Yeah. He said Puka will end up with a job. He's got 4 3 speed, which is fine. I mean, J- 4 3 speed is 4 3 speed. I got it. But John Ross had 4 3 speed, and they never tried him as a punt returner. So you get, it's more than speed. You got to have vision. You got to know when the fair catch it, when not the fair catch it. So, yes, I mean, and I have nothing against Puka. I don't, I just want the best person out there to be the punt returner. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, the main thing about it is also catching the ball. Yeah. That helps. You know, that's a big, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to turn that into a joke, but we, we've all been brokenhearted and everything else because of this kind of stuff. And so whoever it is, maybe Puka's not catching the ball right now. You know, maybe uh, they're not feeling comfortable with his ball control. But like, like, like you mentioned a second ago, we've still got a long way to go. We got a long preseason. Oh, yeah. We got a month of training camp. Even we got a, a month of tra- yep, month of training camp. You know, so anything can happen between them what they're looking at right now and maybe who's saying this guy might be this much ahead of this guy um uh, you never know until till it actually happens yeah D-Ray said watch some of Puga's highlights of Kansas it takes more than one guy to bring him down James Brook 2, 2.0 yeah. that, hey, that, <laughs> I like I said I got nothing against Puka like no. you know, if he's the best guy he's the best guy you know I, I know Trent Turner has got a, a record of it of doing it, but hey, I, like I said, I don't care. I just want whoever's the best guy to be out there is what I want. You know, all right. Jeff Anderson says, uh, keys to Bengals winning is running the ball and stopping the run. Worst run defense the last two years, exactly. And we, it, we were talking about that on yesterday's show mm-hmm. to stop the run. The two keys to me is DJ Reader and Oban Joby. Well, three Oban Joby and let me see. Find, I gotta find the picture. I, I can't, I can't say him. Without having the pitcher, here it is. But and this guy, got Jeremy, big daddy, buy you, baby. <laughs> that's that's three hundred and sixty pounds of a slab of meat that you're gonna have to throw around. It. And hey, good luck to any center, uh, Billy Price. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, son, because he's um, coming after you in um, training Jer- camp. J- Jeremy, uh, Billy Price is on the Bengals team. I don't think he'd be going against Billy Price during the game. I'm talking about training camp. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there we go. There we right, yeah. right. I, I gotta have a I, I got a feeling that the price may go down. <laughs> the price may go down. D Ray says I'll talk about Puka again. He also plays slot slot receiver. He was the best player at Kansas Jayhawks team. He can play wide receiver, running back court running back and and quarterback. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 Puka, they don't need him to do that. So, I mean, yeah. honestly, I'm not saying Puka's not going to. I think Chris Evans, I think they're looking more toward him as being a slot receiver uh, weapon than uh, than Puka. But we'll see. But you never now, know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get to this question that uh, Clemson Domination tagged me on and a couple other people. 
And I sent it to you, Jeremy. And Zim Huday thinks I agree. I never said I agreed with this. I, I just said it's interesting. <clears throat> he said, would y'all be in favor of the Bengals in 2022 NFL draft, assuming Cincinnati wins 10 games or so, for the Bengals to trade their first, second, and or and 2023 second or third to move up in the draft to get uh, Stringley. Stringley. Blech. He is a badass cornerback. You know, he's at LSU. He's going to wear number seven this year. And that's that's what uh, uh, Jamar was going to wear if he if he played last year. That's a, a a big honor to do. That's a lot. <laughs> that's just that's a lot. I and, and, and we're in June. <sighs> That's just a lot to give up, man. That's a lot of potential talent to give up. I don't I, – what do you guys – I keep looking at the wrong camera. What do you guys think out there? I mean, uh, it's just uh, – that's just a ton. Because, well, as you guys answer here, I'll, I'll just give mine. I, I just – I don't care if it's Stingley, Sanders, uh, you know, it, 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 I don't care. If it's Joe Burrow, that that may I mean, be a move you make that, for. That's but, almost more than somebody gave up. That's like give up uh, that much for a number one overall pick. It is. It's you like know, the, just, Joe Burrow. Man, or, uh, a lot. Yeah, and 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 guys, I love you all to death that are that are watching. I love you guys. Jeff does too. I, but I just, man, well, that it, is it, a it, lot of. And it's it's hard. It's hard to. To say oh. that now, because one, you don't know You're, what kind of college season he's going to have. You don't exactly know what season the Bengals are. I mean, I think they're going to go eleven and six, but you know, what do I know? But it's just like, and it's just like Jeff Anderson here says he knows who knows what our strengths and weaknesses will be at the end of this season. Exactly. I mean, maybe Cheetah Bay Wuzie steps up and is an All Pro quarterback. Maybe you know Trey Waynes is. I mean, who, who knows? I mean, what we'll to see? I mean, yes, he is a top. Top uh, prospect and quarterback. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I would love to get him. I mean, yeah, yeah. But to make that trade, that's just that, that's a that's lot. just a lot. That yeah, that that's a lot. I, I can't give up because even the Bengals go to the playoffs and stuff this year. We're still need to fix stuff in here. We're you know we're still not. Yeah, I, I love to say we're going to win the Super Bowl and you know all that stuff. Hey, I think we're going to win the Super Bowl every year. I I claim it every year. And you never know if things break the right way. We might. I don't know. But with that being said, you still got to add to this team. Got to build. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. The, I know um, Lutz was on the show this week, and he said that his prediction is the Bengals will go uh, cornerback next year, which they might. I, I, I just – I don't know. <laughs> it is a really hard – I just – I can't get behind it to say, oh, definitely I would give up all that for no. a cornerback. No, I I couldn't either. I know we got a lot of uh, one year contracts out there in the backfield, but man, yeah. that's that's giving up a lot for your team for one player. Right. Like Sean said, it's too early to think about giving up anything in next year's draft. We don't know who we are going to lose a free agency or how our picks from this year are going to pan out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's what that's the biggest thing for me. It's hard. The kid is a baller. He he's probably gonna be the best cornerback in college football. I mean, that's that's probably a given, unless he completely screws up this year. 
So, and Hank says, cornerback is our biggest biggest question mark going into the season. Uh, I don't know if it's I – th- I mean, I was the biggest because they, they, they addressed it. The one I think the, is the biggest for me, and it's just because they haven't really addressed it this year, is linebackers. That's where I'm – and I love – Logan Wilson, I think Logan Wilson, I think Akeem Davis-Gaither, I think they're, they're going to be really good. But to me, they're second-year players, and we're relying on them a lot this year. Yeah, and, and and then if we're not bringing back Bynes, then we've got Marcus Bailey that they must have a ton of trust in, and that's your three linebackers. I mean, I don't know who else you put in front of those three guys. You know, I mean right. – we don't have a lot of depth there. Well, and ba- ba- Bailey played on special teams a lot last year too. So he did. So it, it it's good to build that area too, like next year's draft, rather than giving the whole thing up for one player. And you know, even going out and signing another cornerback in free agency, a good one for a decent contract, um, to me would be better than giving up half of our damn draft, you know? Right. But, that, but that's it. well, it's, I, it's not even the draft this year. So it's part of the draft next the year after that. The like, year, man, that's yeah. a lot. That's just. And I, I, I want to just give love real quick though to everybody that was tagged on that tweet. That because guess what? We wouldn't be sitting here talking about it if uh, you know we never got it or they never tagged anybody on it or nothing. So yeah, I got new stripes. Uh, Zim Hooday, me. Cr- uh, uh CJ Anton and John Sharon. Sharon and, and Anthony, Clemson. John Anthony. <laughs> I'll get it right. Yeah, Anthony Kazenza, Cheezel. Something. Yeah, I see I hate it. Twitter handles sometimes. I just like mine is Jeff Trunable. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wish I, I could yeah, I wish I could just have Jeremy Dean. Yeah, but you're you're Jer- you're Jeremy D's. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, no, I'm eight four D Jeremy. You know, oh my god. But we I that if it wasn't for that tweet, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. So hey, that, it was a good question. Yeah, I mean he and uh top D Ray's got a Comment here about the linebackers. Uh, Josh Evans didn't look look bad last year when he got the play. I, yeah, that's another one they're gonna have to rely on. So I mean, they they are putting a lot of faith and trust in to Logan Wilson, uh, Jermaine Pratt, and uh, Akeem Davis Gaither. So to me, that's more of a question mark than the secondary. I, I honestly think our everybody keeps. Lutz came on and said he thinks they're going to draft a cornerback, cornerback next year, which they they might. I don't know. But if our guys stay healthy, we got some proven guys on here. I mean, except for Chidabe. I mean, he's he's been injured. But they showed – he had a, somebody that was – since he jungle or James Rapine or somebody like that. I can't remember who, who did an interview with him. And he said the Bengals were the very first team to come after him. So he liked that loyalty, and they liked he liked it that they had confidence in him. And one thing that he liked a lot, which I think this just says a lot about Zach Taylor, is everything Zach Taylor told him was true. He yeah. said it wasn't coach speak. So he's coming in with a lot of confidence. He feels the team is backing him up, and he could have a big year because he's he's a talented guy. He's been he had a couple of injuries and he had didn't get a lot of uh, playing time in Dallas. So true. We we could see what happens there. And, and then you got Hill. Of course, we got Hilton. Who I'm telling you, I, well, we've everybody watching this show should know who he is. This this cat ain't no, uh, you know, uh, Lashawn Sims. You know, who, who are you talking who, about? 
uh, Hilton. Oh, Hilton, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's not just, you know, he's not sitting down, you know, uh, gaming with his boys right now in a tournament. He's yeah. out working, bro. And he's out doing his thing. So if, if some of these guys work out, you pay them, you keep them. The guys that don't work out, you get rid of them and you bring in another guy or, or to whatever you want to do. But going back to the tweet to give up all that for one cornerback, man, I love Denzel Ward. I would have took him in a second. He's he's shut down, but I don't know if I would give that much. Um, What's up, Natty? To be on with you. What's up, Natty? Natty's back. I got another one about our boy back Lou. again. He's back, back again. He's, oh, sorry, sorry, to get into some oh, shade oh, here. My oh, bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, is it this? <laughs> no, it's this one. There we go. Our boy Lou Armadillo. Let's talk about Trey Henderson. Again, mm-hmm. from a tweet from Tyler Dragon. Right on. Lou Armadillo on exp- expectations for Trey Henderson. After being tied for number two in sacks in 2020, be himself and continue to build off the success that he had. You watch him and how he's got his 13 and a half sacks, and it's what, with great effort, great technique, he's a perfectionist. So I, that, I think Lou is really planning on Henderson to add on to what he did last year. My opinion. Same here. I mean, now you've got Hendrickson. We've got Rennell Wren coming back, which we don't know what we're going to get out of him. It, it, he, he could he could be rookie of the year for all we know. You, you never yeah. know. Wait, wait. No, that's he's not going to be rookie of the year. We, we well, him my, he's been injured so much. My bad. Uh, but, you know, uh, defensive hey, player. The, 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 the edge rusher we signed from the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, Henderson. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. we got uh, Rennell Wren. You know, like I said, he could oh, be. Oh, Wren, Wren, Wren. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He could be, bad. you know, defensive player of the year for all. He, he might have 15 sacks. You, you never know. And then we got Joseph Asai on the other side. And we, we, we've we got the rushers there. We've got the guys to stop the run there. If it doesn't happen, it's not for lack of talent. That's, that's the thing. We we actually, I think, like I said, we we have talent this year, and we have depth. Now, the depth is going to be uh, tested with um, – uh, oh, my goodness. Who got hurt? Um, Ogan Joby. Oh, uh, no, no. The or, offensive lineman yesterday. Torres Pectaro. Ogan Joby. Or, no, or not offensive Ogan, lineman. No, the other one. Identity. You kept saying, like, no, the other side of the ball. <laughs> I can't Identity. keep up with these Ogan. I know. Ogan. Um, but but with him I being love you. hurt, I love you though. <laughs> with him being hurt, our depth is is already being uh, tested. Right. And I, the, the Bengals had, I think, in my opinion, need to go out and get an all another backup. Uh, yeah. See, uh, you mentioned Morgan Moore's Morgan. Excuse me, Moses Morgan or Morgan Moses, however you say his name. Mm-hmm. I. I've kind of changed. They might get him because I don't think he's getting a lot of other teams coming after him to start, you know, and that's the thing is like, you know, if there's no starting jobs out there, he wouldn't be a bad guy to pick up, but I don't, but he's a tackle. So that's, I'm like, Ogan, Ogan, you made me say Ogan Joby. Adenogy, (laughs) Adenogy (laughs) was good because he could play tackle and guard. I don't know if Moses can. But see, and and the the kid, that kid, but uh, Eason, 
he's a center and guard, so he can at least play two different ones. So I, I don't know. They got to find somebody. He could, yeah. I was just thinking, you know, I don't know if he can play right and left tackle. And if we could just pop Jonah in for, you know, what a year, two years, whatever, into that guard spot and then jump him back out once Moses is, you know, if we offer him a two-year contract, whatever. I would – I'm Whoever just, they sign for a backup right now, it's going to be a one-year deal. It, they're not going to sign up for any longer. Now they're, no. they're a backup, and they, and identity is going to come back. So that, yeah. that's the other thing is I don't, I don't see them offering them more than uh, a one-year deal, to be honest. Yeah, and we're looking at $7 million on Moses, so that's that's a lot of money. And I guarantee he could probably play guard, too, if, if, if he needed to. Um, but Yeah, I just don't know if he has. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's it's a whole thing we that we're going to get figured out because we've right. already started with our injuries, so we better. Well, that, start that's the reason why I'm okay with them ending camp two days early. I mean, because everybody showed up, you know, for training camp. Nobody, no other NFL team had that. Everybody showed up for for OTAs when they, they didn't have to. All, all our guys did, so we got all like Zach said, they got pretty much all the work done. And we already had a Denji get hurt, so why risk it, you know? Uh, let's get to Chris's uh, comment here. Marcus Bailey is my underdog breakout player for this year. There you go. I hope so, man, because I, I do think that they are trying to rely on him a lot this year. I, I, I personally, They're relying on all, on all three of the rookies they, they drafted last year, I think. Yeah. Uh, I personally think that um, he's going to – be in the same room with Pratt. He's going to be practicing with Jermaine Pratt, and they're going to let him go at it and may the best man win. I mean, it's his second year. He's got a full year of ball in him. He didn't play a ton of linebacker last year, but, you know, um, I don't see him beating Jermaine Pratt out of his spot. I think Pratt's got a lot of good years left in him, but – at least we know we've got a backup just in case, and we'll see what happens when it comes to training camp, man. You know, every all of our answers, all the questions will be answered after training camp. At least we hope. Uh, Stewart says, exactly. How about Carmen and Spain? Can they play extra spots? I mean, I, honestly, I think Carmen and Spain, those would be your two starting guards. So I'm not sure what extra spots. Uh, I mean, Carmen, I guess, could kick out play. to tackle. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, identity is a backup guy. I mean, he he was in the mix for guard. I mean, you know, as far as competition goes, I don't think he was going to be the starting guard. But you know, uh, that that's the thing is they, they need to to just it's just a backup guy. They need to get it because you got your your guard is guards are either going to be it's probably Carmen because I mean they drafted him second second round pick, and then yep. it's Spain and Sarfilia I think fighting for the other guard, and then mm -hmm. you got. Uh, Reef and you got Jenna Williams and most likely, well, well, I, I keep saying most likely Billy Price, but it's looking like Trey Hopkins is starting to make pr some pr some progress. So Trey, you never know. Trey might be ready to be our center come uh, come uh, opening day. We'll see what happens there. Right, and, and that and Jeff, that is to me, and I know to you, uh, and probably everybody watching and that's going to watch that is a huge deal to have him a, a grizzled vet a guy that doesn't ever get pushed back really into the quarterback 
you know, you can talk about what happened to Burrow, but that was around the sides of the Hopkins. That was, that was Michael Jordan. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> he did that. Michael. Oh, that's, that's another interesting you bring that up. That's another interesting thing that I think I got this off of Locked On Bengals. Uh, I think Jake Lisco was saying it that Michael Jordan basically he he took that. And I feel bad for the kid. I really do. I do I, he took it all on him. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that Joe Burrow got hurt and he flat out went and apologized to Burrow and said it won't happen again. And he goes, he said, Burrow doesn't want to hear about it anymore. He's like, moving on. You know, just he, he, Michael Jordan said, Joe knows I'm doing my work and I'm getting better. And to me, that's, that's the effect of Joe Burrow. You know, that that, right right there in a nutshell, that's the effect of Joe Burrow. Let's get to this comment here that Hank has. Uh, The D needs to get out the field quickly. Those eight, nine minute drives are killers. I would much rather give up a two minute TD drive than a nine-minute TD drive where they grind us down on third downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I the, the the long drives are definitely killers. I mean, that's where I think our defense is going to be better because of the talent we have, the run stoppers we have, the guys that are going to come out from – well, inside and outside. Because Hubbard, they might drop him inside. He Hendrickson – I know Lou's talking about dropping him inside and, and outside. That's the thing. This defense, I think, is going to – they're going to move guys in and out, drop them back, movement, you know, inside, outside, back and forth. I mean, it's going to be a, like I said, a morphing defense is what Lou sounds like he wants to do. And I think he's, you know, D-Ray says it's going to be a 4-2-6 base defense is what he's. I wouldn't be upset with that. You know, I I want to see these guys moving around 4-2-5. Yeah. Um, but. I want to see these guys moving around. I mean, when we played the Pittsburgh Steelers and Andy Dalton was the quarterback, you could you could tell by watching the plays that he was trying to figure out, oh my God. Okay, he's swap he's switching. This guy could come. This guy they could all come after me. A couple of them or seven of them could go back and, and he didn't know. And well, hopefully, well, I I I I love one, they're all standing up. Before Me too. That, I love yeah. that. I hope they can do that. And you have no idea who's coming, who's going. You know, that that's what I hope they could do. But that, that takes a while to get to that, I think. Uh, Stewart says, I can't wait to see Price with Pollock do or die here. And that's the thing, too, is is Pollock was here when they drafted Price. And Price, or Pollock, or excuse me, Price was ecstatic when Pollock got, got back. So, Billy Price could have a good year. Who knows? I mean, I mean, we'll see. We will find out. That's right. That's exactly right. And, and to go back to Hank real quick, yeah. um, when he was talking about, you know, I'd rather give up just the long ones than the, you know, the ninety yarders. Right. That one. You know, I think what he was getting at is every team's going to, you're going to give up big plays, so. Make the minimize those as much as you can, and then other than that, get them off the damn field and get Burrow on the field. And there ain't no reason why we've talked in the past this offense can't score 28 to 32 points a game easily, and our defense be able to hold people under that. No reason. All right, Stewart has jumped in with a super Thank chat you. of 499. Thank you, sir. I keep pointing at the wrong camera. Thank you, sir. Usually my camera's over there, but it's not working right now. So I got to look at the one right here. Um, he said, what did you guys think of Joe's interview yesterday? I thought he looked strong. 
I think Joe looks strong in every interview. But yeah, I, I liked I liked what he said. I mean, and I was kind of talking about this on yesterday's show. He has that calm, cool, collective confidence that I I love about him, and I think it's perforating throughout the whole team. And I could see that in T. Higgins' interview today on Good Morning Football. You know, I I, I, I love that. I mean, and, and Joe is, you know, he, he this is where you're gonna kind of feel bad for him. <laughs> he and I hope and he's mentally tough, but he hasn't had a break, dude. Yeah, I mean, he won the national championship in 2019, being the first overall pick, having the COVID 19 pandemic, hurting his knee, going into rehab, getting back ready for the second season. All right now, and right now, everybody's going on vacation except Joe's. Even if Joe went on vacation because he went on vacation with his parents, and he's still rehabbed. Yeah. So. Yep, that's exactly right, man. And um, just to jump on that, if you go back and look at Aaron Rodgers or somebody like Brett Favre and see how they talk and how they act uh, and when they do their interviews, you see so much of that in Joe Burrow that it's scary, and that's a good thing. (laughs) All right, Hank's back. Appreciate it. $5 Super Chat. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, man. There's there's no reason we can't beat the Browns. Excuse me custom my own show there's no yep. reason we can't beat the clowns rat birds and squealers none of these teams are invincible no there, there's no i mean the, the key to me to beating the clowns and the rat birds is stopping the run and that comes to dj reader being healthy for a whole season ogan joby and um mike daniels and big daddy by you we have yeah. four of them yeah. we had three last year and none of them ever played in the game together because no. they were injured so, the key, that's key to be the, the clowns. The Ratbirds, you got to keep Jamar. They're, they're, they did the first game. First game we played the Ratbirds last year, they kept Jamar in, in check for the most part about running all over the place on us. And I think Dar- Darius Phillips was responsible for that. So, hopefully they can do that again this year. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was going to say, just it also showed in the playoffs. It showed yeah. – in the playoffs that they can be beat. You just, all you got to do is stop him from running. He's not the greatest passer. Stop him from running. Get after Baker Mayfield when we're talking about the clowns. And for the Steelers, they got old man river, big Ben motel six, big Ben, whatever you want to call him. I like to call him motel six, big Ben, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) You know what? Get after him. And I, and I'm I, I'm right there with you, Hank. Right there, brother. I'm with Del, D-Ray. Wouldn't be surprised if we win division, dude. There we go. He says he's drinking the orange Kool Aid, dude. I'm I'm swimming in the orange Kool Aid. I, I got us going eleven six, brother. So I'm with you. Mine's <laughs> just in a red cup, buddy. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but he's got other stuff in there besides Kool Aid, though. Which, yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw this up here for D-Ray. See, look. Dude, I'm I'm eleven and six, brother. <laughs> I'm yep, throwing yep. it out there. Yep. You know, so I, I'm 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 all in with the orange sunglasses, orange Kool Aid, orange everything. I got an orange shirt on. I got my jackpot Joey shirt on. I'm I'm all in, dude. And I, I think they got a, a, a look. They got a shot. They had the. My prediction was last year they would go eight and eight, and I still think. And I remember you and me talking about this 
at the at the middle of the season before Joe got hurt. And I'm like, dude, there's a lot of winnable games at the end of the season. And, and I'm like, we and then one of the games I was like, one of the games I said was Tennessee, and I can't remember. Uh, Washington was the one I was going to pick. We were which we were going to win. Which I still think if Joe doesn't get hurt, we're going to win. So I think we got a lot. Uh, we had if Joe doesn't get hurt, we would have got went eight and eight last eight and eight last year. But I'll put it to you this way. This is one thing I, I've been thinking about too for a couple reasons. Everybody always goes back to oh this 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 organization went down when we when we lost Whitworth, which is true. That's exactly what happened. I look at it this way: if they don't make that mistake, we don't get Joe Burrow. <laughs> you know, very true. Now let's look at it this way: if Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt last year, and we go eight and eight. We don't have the number five overall pick. We don't get Jamar Chase. So, again, I'm trying to look at everything, you know, with orange sunglasses on and stuff. I look at the, the brighter side of things. Looks like Joe is going to come back completely healthy. And we got a tremendous weapon. Yes, we don't have Andrew Whitworth. But we got one of the best. Actually, we have the best young quarterback in all of football. I mean, yeah, you can say Patrick Mahomes, but Burrow's oh. younger than him. <laughs> Burrow's younger than him, so. Burrow's the man. It wouldn't matter what age he was. Mike Kyle said he'll do better. He said six and zero. That's well, I'm going eleven and Ooh. eleven and six, Mike. <laughs> uh, I think I think we have Shaq going six and zero in the beginning of the season. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where do I have my? Uh, here it is. I'm I'm too afraid to put mine up right right this instant. Are you scared? I'm a scared little guy. I got well. See. I got to lose against the Squealers because it's at the Squealers. I really do think we can win that one. Right. And, then, I mean, if if we go to Green Bay and win that, yeah, we can be 6-0 easy. See, I could almost see us losing the first game to the Vikings with with everybody being first game and then, and then beating Chicago, then beating Pittsburgh, myself. Um, so – I'll have to look. I, I, I'll do my own at some point, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm probably not too far from where you are, buddy. Maybe a couple more losses for well, me. Well, let's, let's just put it just this way: you know as, far, as far as the optimistic uh, observations here, I'm one and zero versus you, brother. You were like, oh, I don't know, if Joe Burrow's going to be back by uh, game one. Well, I'm like, dude, he's going to be back by game one. He proved us both wrong. He's back by OTAs, dude, bro. Let me tell you something. If I had bet my car, if I had bet my car on it, and somebody said he's going to be back day one, that thing would already be on a flatbed heading to who? Because I'm happy, baby. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad I'm wrong about that. I feel horrible, horrible that I looked up the show one day on Google, and it was the show where we talked about where I guaranteed the win. We were beating Washington, and then that happened. So, what can Hank you do? is rolling in it today. Another $5 super chat from Hank. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, brother. All right, getting General Williams back and the additions of Jackson Carmen, Riley Reef will help stabilize the offensive line. Yeah, and this is a – we kind of talked about it yesterday. I think this is a big – I don't want to say prove it year for General Williams, but – it's a big year for him. He he needs to. He, I I haven't lost faith in him. I think he's going to be a, a very good left tackle. I think eventually he will be a, a Pro Bowl left tackle. But yeah, I I, I think this is a, a a a 
kind of a perfect year for me. It's time for him to, to stay healthy all year and be the anchor at left tackle that we need. Well, and I tell you what, Jeff, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Hank, too, if, you, uh, if you're still around and you want to throw up, man, because, hey, we're talking about it. So, okay, how, how long – Let's and, and I'm playing devil's advocate, just you know. But we we missed Jonah for a year. We got him back for three quarters of a year, and he played pretty good. How long is pretty good going to be okay for you guys? When does he need to really reach his peak before we throw him inside at guard and say, okay? We tried to draft a tackle and it didn't work out. And well, that's me. I think I'm not, I hope it don't happen. I think I don't think we have to worry about that, to be honest. I think he's going to make a huge, huge step this year. I think they're all going to make huge steps this year because of Frank Pollock. I think Turner was teaching, I mean, he was literally teaching them techniques like right? two hand punch. Mm-hmm. He's literally teaching them that. And they're getting beat on it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. That's- so, they're doing what their coach said, and they're getting beat. So I really do think that Jonah's going to take a huge step this year. I know he's working his butt off in the offseason. So, and I'm not too, I'm not in that big of a hurry to kick him in the to guard. And just, you know, just because you're a tackle doesn't necessarily mean you can play guard. You know, I mean, like I said before, playing tackle is like playing in an open field. You can play in um, guard as they play in a phone booth. I got, I got some more chat or more. Uh, Comments coming up here, but I want to get this one up here real quick. Sam says, "Who do you think will have more touchdowns this season, Chase or Boyd?" What do you got, Jeremy? I get you. You know what? I think that the way that these NFL players look, they come after your rookies. They're going to try to demoralize them. They're going to try to make them look. So I can see a, a lot of double teams or defenses leaning Chase's way. So I think I would probably take Boyd just because of that reason. To be honest, I'm gonna take Higgins. You know why? I know that wasn't one the question, but I, I'm taking Higgins. I'm taking T because I think Chase is gonna get a lot of attention. And people are going to sleep on T. I think T's going to get off to a good start. So I know that wasn't one of the options. We've not but... had that option, but <laughs> I made my own option. All right, Stuart, thanks for the uh, five four ninety nine super chat. Man, you so guys how are we going understand. to get through camp? Um, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that question. How are we going to get through camp? Um, healthy, without... healthy. Yeah, I guess healthy. Yes. Is that what you mean? Um. Well, that's one of the reasons that I think that he. Uh, Zach ended camp early because, like I said, and I said it before in the, in the show we're doing right now, everybody showed up. He said they did all the work they need to do. And the other big key to that is I think he wants to get – they got to get to 85% vac- vaccinated in, in the organization to be able to have in-person meetings, to have normal normalcy. And this team really needs that, I think, to because to, it is such a young team. There's so many new new, new parts. So I, I do – that's where I think uh, – I think that's – that. That's what uh, he let camp go because of that, and and again injuries. We're you know we don't want any more injuries. So no, we've had too many in the last two two years. Like Danny says here, injuries will kill this team. We need to keep our depth. We lost last year due to injuries. Yeah, and that's, that, that's what I'm saying. We got to go. We got to get. Stewart agrees with you. 
I'm not sure which what what part you <laughs> we started rambling on. I don't, I don't know what part he was agreeing with you on. Um, oh. but yeah, that's why I say they gotta um they gotta Thank go get you. another lineman, all its lineman to to for for backup. You have to. There's two. There's because I mean you got Adenji, and then you've got Serafilia or Spain. One of them's gonna start. The other one's gonna be a backup. You got Hill, who's a rookie. Um. Uh, Deante, uh, uh, Smith, Deontay Smith. That's that's it that I can think of off the top of my head. So they need to get some more guys on there. And Anthony, I do agree that I think Higgins is going to have a huge year. I really do believe that. Yep, I believe this. I, I think they're all going to have great years. I, I I'm excited to see if a tight end gets oh, yeah. more yardage right. than a certain wide receiver. I mean, I'm excited, man. Uh, I forgot about Fred Johnson. I don't know how I forgot about him, but but Fred Johnson is not a guard. No, <laughs> do not put him at guard. And he's not. He's a tackle. He, he, he's he's a tackle. he's a backup tackle. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I yeah. still I still hold out hope. That, you know, maybe he could he could be a starter. Next, not not this year. I'm not saying this year. I mean, after Reef is gone, they got to find somebody. So I, I think he's gonna be in the mix next year if, if they don't resign Reef. We'll see how he does. Yeah. So, um. Anthony, and if Ooh stays stays healthy, he'll catch a lot of TDs. And that's the thing. And I don't know. Joe likes spreading the ball around. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be the AJ Andy show. You know, it's not going to be like that. I, I if if they're open, Joe's going to throw you the ball. He doesn't care who's open. You know, as long as they're open, he'll he'll throw throw in the ball. Exactly. Uh, and, and oh go ahead. I'm sorry. Friend, Danny wants to know what, what type of year are you guys expecting from Moss? That's another diamond in the rough for me, man. I I, I got a, I'm pretty high on him. I mean I'm not saying he's gonna be the starting tight end or anything. I think he's gonna make some noise for us. I really do. Go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry. You know what, man? I hope I wish I could agree with Jeff. I really think they thought I brought in Thaddeus Moss as just Somebody that'll be in the practice squad if we get some injuries, maybe bring him up, you know, a couple games. Um, you know, you, see, you, again, I, I don't agree with that because one, they gave him 81. Two, when they announced the new numbers of the free agents, 81 was on there. <laughs> okay. So but he, let, he got let go by two teams already. And yeah, he had a foot injury, which he got, he got fixed up already. But and he's the healthiest he's been, he said, ever. I hope and pray that Moss is awesome. But to me, well, they need him to be because they really only got two tight ends. Yeah, well, I'm, they, they, that's, they, what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're, you're saying you might be in a practice squad. They got two tight ends if they don't keep Moss. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to so. keep him. And I think they'll well, put him on a practice squad. Well, I think they'll put him back, hold him back. Um, there and then if if sample gets injured, bring him up. If Uzama might have to get injured again, bring him up. I, hey, I Dude, hope he does I, great. I, th- I think they have three three tight. They dress three tight ends for a game. Uh, I mean, he, I mean, he can he can play special teams. And I mean, he's not. That he, if he's a third tight end, he's not gonna. He's he's probably gonna play a special team and stuff like that. He's going to dress. He's not gonna oh, be. Yeah. He's not gonna be a practice squad. You need yeah. to get that that out of your out of your head. He, he's 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 gonna be on on the team. 
We'll see. I hope I hope he is. I hope he makes the team. I hope all that good stuff for him. I just, you know, I don't want to get my expect expectations too high. Just I don't have him tied. He's I don't Randy have him too high. Moss's boy. Yeah, I, I'm know? not saying I'm not saying he's going to be an All Pro. I think yeah, he's going to yeah. be, be a contributing uh, member to this team. I think he's he's going to be a, a good target in the red zone and stuff like that. And and, and I mean Zim or not Zim, uh, Ace is on the show. I think it was Ace, and he said that he could see them put him at at, at H back. I said I could totally see him do that. No, yeah, no. If they want to play around, yes, I'm completely. That, yeah, a, yeah. As the yeah. D Ray just said, H back. Yeah. So yeah, I, oh, I, I really go. do. There you go. I don't think he's going to be a practice squad. He's going to be on. On this team, they're going to find something to do with it. He's no, it, 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 is is he Gronkowski? No, <laughs> you know, oh, but he he's a talented talented guy and he's healthy, and yeah. that was the biggest. I he, I mean, dude, he played his whole last year of college uh, football with a broken bone in his foot. Yeah, and yeah, look what he did. So. Yeah, I agree. Oh, dude, I agree with you completely. He's uh, you know, he's got potential. All of that's there. I, but. I just, you know, anybody. The reason I'm saying this, just to let you guys know, is to ease kind of the. I've read a ton of stuff of Moss is going to take Uzama's job. No, Moss is going to come in and take. Uh, San, Moss is going to be starting for the season. For all those people, for me, that's not the way you should look at it. Um, if he can make it onto the roster. As our third tight end, special teams come in on a few plays, like you said, red zone. Um, I can see that. And then maybe him turning into even something better. I would love that. Love it. I just have a hard time not with the chemistry that him and Joe had. I have a hard time not seeing something work here for him. I just, you know, because I wanted him. You and me talk the draft last year. I wanted yeah. them to draft him last year, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We got them, man. Yeah, we hey, got, uh, guess what? They're mm -hmm. Bengals, baby. <laughs> exactly. At any All point. right, brother. It is 636. <sighs> it just flies by, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, man, right? <laughs> uh, we'll get to this real quick. It's this Saturday. This Saturday is the Jungle to the Hall. I cannot wait. I am so excited. I just received in the mail a T-shirt from my friend Ken Riley, the second that I will be wearing very very proudly to the jungle to the hall this saturday if you have that register please register make sure you go to bengal jim's twitter it's pinned to the top go there and register the rally is at one o'clock the whole thing starts at 10 a.m if you can't it's from 10 to 12 we have masculine high school where it all starts started from paul paul brown there's a tour of the hall of fame indoor football facility you get pictures from the 50-yard line of the field and see the statue of Paul Brown, the man who started the Cincinnati Bengals for us in front of the stadium. From 1 to 3, we had the Bengals Hall of Fame rally. There's lots of surprise guests there. Willie Anderson is confirmed to be there. He's going to be flying into Cincinnati and driving up with some friends. Bengal Jim confirmed that yesterday to me on my show. There's going to be an in-person virtual tour or something like that with the Bengals. Our Bengal special display. That's what it is. And there's lots of special guest speakers. It is going to be an absolute blast. Like I said, my wife and daughter are leaving for a vacation tomorrow. I'm not leaving until Sunday, until after this thing. So just got to give you guys a heads up. I'm on vacation next week. 
So there might not be too many shows. I might do one for the beach. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> just to rub it in. I also just want to, you know, thank you and Jim for rubbing it in that I'm not going to be there. And oh, we're, we're going to fly past you. We're like, hey, there's Jeremy down in Alabama. Yeah. Hey, hey what's going on, guys? <laughs> throw, throw me a, you sons of, anyway. You sons of. <laughs> uh, Jim, I know you're watching, right? Uh, oh, you always watch. Everybody <laughs> watches Starberry. And if you don't watch till the end, then something's wrong with you, buddy. But I, I'm I'm coming after you, Jim, because can't believe you do that in a time when i can't make it anyway <laughs> but you know, all, I, I gotta read this awesome, comment here I, I gotta read this comment here real quick this is cool chris hoskins hope i said your last name right said my woman asked me what i wanted to do this weekend for father's day and i said go to the hall of fame and support the Bengals." hell yeah brother exactly i will be there hank says retire 13 it's way overdue which i mean it's basically retired nobody's wore it in the game it's just not hung up yet. It sucks he passed away, but his family deserves to be recognized a special night for Ken Riley. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be a special night because, like I said, the ring of honor, if it ain't Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, then you guys lost your bingo, bingo card in my book. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, you can vote for whoever, whoever you want, but if we want those guys in the Hall of Fame, then damn it, they got to be in our ring of honor. Sorry. They do. Yep. And we got to show up in force, guys, in force. Exactly. To make this happen, a couple exactly. people ain't going to do it. There's really 200 some people there right now. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are Hootay Nation, since I Bengals the Jungle, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation, Bearcat Country, hey, Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and they follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Twitter, Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. I'm also on TikTok. Uh, I did a couple cool TikToks today with Joey Votto and his explosion of emotion after he scored the run, and I'm <laughs> absolutely loving it. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, it's under Sports Strawberry Ice, under uh, at Iceman90. Once again, as always, I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. So if you missed any of the show and you want to sit here and watch for an hour, you can listen to us. Uh, it's on BeanPod, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you download, like, rate, review, and leave a comment. Yeah. Tell me how much you like like what we're doing, what you don't like. Actually, if you don't like it, don't tell me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll take any and all, all comments that you guys have. YouTubers, we're at 1,133 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Let's try to get to 10,000 as fast as we can. Jeremy, these. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it. Uh, what's your Twitter handle, buddy? <laughs> you guys can check me out on Twitter. I'm watching you, Jeff. <laughs> All you got to do is go to D84. <laughs> Jeremy, very simple, and you can click on, and then you'll see me, just regular Jeremy D, and y'all can hit me up with all your questions and all the fun stuff that this guy is probably about to go on and on and on about. But anyway, that's how you can find me. Very simple, D eighty four, Jeremy. On Twitter, 
Jeremy Dean eight four on TikTok. We do a lot of stuff together too. I, we got a lot of stuff on there. Whatever, if you guys want to check us out. <laughs> but don't screw me up, Jeff, because I'll end up screwing this up. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it to me. Shh. But anyway, as jealous as I am, I I'm going to make it to a game this fall, and we're going to have a blast. Hell yeah, we are. I'd love to be there with you guys. Just being a just being a part of this community has been one of the funnest things. Getting to meet these new people that are some of the nicest people you could you'd ever want to meet, and thankful for that. But as always, remember, everybody, all together now, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it, show up for Bengal Gym, guys, let's do this. Exactly, Bengal Gym is going to be a blast. The Reds have just won six in a row. They're two and a half games out of first place. Cincinnati sports is freaking blowing up. Let's go! And that's your sports, baby. See ya!